Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday night brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. Find all the contact information on the almost famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. So tonight we welcome back a very old friend to the radio station, somebody who hasn't been here in several years, Katie Dobbins. How you doing? Hi, John. I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for making this work. Thank you for having me. Feels like it's been forever. It's so good to be back. It has been. I think so. I think you did a like a Zoom interview with me back in like 2021. That's right. And then before that was like 2019. That's right. So it's been a hot minute. Yes. What's been new in your world since then? Well, a lot of things. I've been doing some recording out of my home studio still, which I think I had just started last time we spoke on here. And I've also been recording some new singles at a studio in New Hampshire. I've got a couple new things out and a couple more on the way. So lots of new music out and also still to come and performing a lot too, which has been so fun. So that's something else that's new is that you're no longer technically in Massachusetts anymore. Well, don't tell everyone. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I live in New Hampshire, which is where I grew up, but I still have a lot of love for this area. So you're one of the few people who I haven't really talked to since then, but COVID was a a wild time, especially when it comes to the music community. How did that affect you? Well, I moved to New Hampshire. (laughs) So that was a pretty big life change. And that was meant to be kind of a temporary move while we just figured things out and ended up being permanent. I did a lot of hiking and spent a lot of time with family and just kind of getting back to my roots and and realized how much I missed a lot of things up there and loved a lot of things up there. So that was really, really good to just get rooted again in all of that. And then during that time, of course, we weren't performing and things were closed. And so I did a lot of songwriting. I have a lot of songs that came from that time. And that's when I started doing my own studio recording at home, too, which I found out I love doing. So That's been a fun journey as well. So let's talk about some of that. You've got a lot of new music that's come out over the past couple of months and couple of years. So talk about what's new for music from you out on the streaming services. Yeah. Well, first, it was a lot of music just sharing on my Patreon page, which I also launched during the time that shall not be named. (laughs) And so I had some, as I was learning production and getting back into all that, I was putting it out to just a small community. And then some of it has leaked onto my YouTube as well. But since then, I did release professionally one of the songs that I recorded at home, which was a song called When Seasons Change. That came out in May. And then I've been working in a very, very beautiful, very beautiful studio in Pittsfield, New Hampshire, Rocking Horse Studio, and two singles came out over the summer and fall, Just Cause I Can and Wild. So that's been wild. Excellent. (laughs) 
And share with us your website and the socials if people want to follow along tonight. Yes, please find out more about me on my website, Katie Dobbins Music. And that's Katie, I-E, K-A-T-I-E, Dobbins with two Bs, just like Dobby from Harry Potter, which is what they called me in high school. Um, And lovingly, lovingly, they called me that. KatieDobbinsMusic.com. And my socials are at KatieDobbinsMusic. Well, let's start off with some music. What are we listening to first? We've got both the guitar and the piano in there tonight. Yes, thank you for this piano, by the way. I'm going to play that first single that I put out back, not first single ever, but (laughs) uh, the one, it's kind of a, a single... I haven't released that much music that I've produced myself, and this is one of them. So it's a song called When Seasons Change. Let's hear it. Katie Dobbins live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Robbins live on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Now take us through your writing process of that song. When did that start and how did you compose that? Sometimes when I write a song, it's like it didn't exist one day and then it did. I remember being in my studio that I have set up in my house and I remember just kind of like feeling really melancholy and feeling really like just reflecting on friendships and relationships over the years and also feeling really thankful for those people that it's like, I know that we're here for each other no matter what. And I just sort of started writing this almost like a like a diary. <laughs> like, like I was just kind of strumming some stuff on my guitar and I felt like I was really just singing like to a lot of different people. <laughs> and then next thing I know, there's a chunk of time missing. And then I was upstairs in the living room playing it for my parents. So I'm not really sure what happened in between, but there wasn't a song and then there was, and it was pretty cool. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. So take us back in time. When did music first become part of your life, Katie? Forever. I mean, we were given a free piano when I was like five years old, which I guess isn't that unique because I think everyone's always trying to get rid of pianos. (laughs) But um, we were given a free piano, and so I always used to bang around that. I might have been younger than five. And before then, my parents say that I was just dancing and singing, like, right out of the womb, if you will. (laughs) Like, always moved by music and always singing, always dancing. And from as young as I can remember, I was in choirs and dance troops. I was in something called Sunshine Generation when I was young. And it was a singing and dancing group that traveled all over New Hampshire. And we even got to go to New York City, which was like huge. We did a little performance in Central Park. And I remember I felt like such a rock star. I was like, I made it. I was in my little sunflower dress. (laughs) So I don't know. I just I was always involved. I mean, theater, voice lessons, piano lessons. I was very fortunate to have parents that really supported that and allowed me and encouraged me to do anything that I wanted to do relating to music, which was everything. But I didn't write my first song until I wrote my first song. It was acapella in, I think, like fifth grade when my friend moved away and I was sad. (laughs) So if you can remember, what is your very first music memory? Well, I don't know if it's a memory or if it's just looking at pictures, but I remember playing at that piano that we had. It was one of those really tall, upright pianos that like almost touches the ceiling. (laughs) And I remember just banging around on that. When did it go from being just a hobby to being a professional career move for you? Well, that took a lot longer. It wasn't until my early 20s that I started maybe believing in myself a little bit and thinking, hey, maybe this music thing is something that other people might want to hear. And maybe these songs 
are something that I should share. And I mean, I never really stopped music. It was always kind of part of my life in some form or another, but people didn't know that I was a songwriter. And I, I, I went a long time without performing and things like that. But I got back into it when I wrote a song for my uncle's wedding. It's the song Post-It Notes, which is on my first record, came out in 2017. And I wrote it for his wedding. And it was it was such a special time and such a special weekend celebrating their love for one another. And I remember being on the dance floor with him and he said, it's so beautiful what you did for us. We love the song so much. You have a gift and you're doing the world a disservice by not sharing it. And I really never forgot that. It kind of, those words like haunted me in the best way, right? In the best loving way for a long time. And I started thinking, oh, maybe there's something to that. And he wasn't the first person that had said that, but it sort of just like hit me in a new way. So once you had that realization, what then changed about your level of confidence? It was more of a seed that was planted. And I started kind of wondering what if, and I started writing a little bit more just in the quiet of my bedroom, <laughs> still not sharing it. The confidence didn't come until I went to a women's retreat in New York City in 2014 or 2015, I think. The whole thing was called She is Free. And it was all about just being free to be who God created you to be and to embrace the gifts that he's given you and, and share them. And so obviously <laughs> that was very resonant with what I had heard you know, my uncle and others say to me. And so I had a moment there that was very impactful for me where I just really, really felt strongly in my gut and in my spirit that God was calling me to share my music and kind of giving me, imparting that confidence in me to do so. So much so that I came home and I said, I'm going to make an album. And everybody was like, what? You write songs? I kind of did everything backwards. So I made the album, She Is Free, before I had really done the tried and true grinding of performing everywhere. <laughs> That's incredible. I love that so much. Thanks. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Well, since we're talking about confidence and things, why don't I play something a little upbeat? Sure. And I, this is a newer one. I actually wrote this one. It started this one while I was hiking over the summer, and I had a couple Sunflower Festival gigs coming up, and I thought I should probably write a song about sunflowers since I'm playing at all these sunflower places. And so I started writing this song, which has become kind of one of my favorites because of everything we're talking about. This is a song called You're a Sunflower. Let's hear it. Katie Dobbins live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. You're so sweet. Draw me like a bee to your honey. Baby, you're a sunflower Found by the light And you've got some power Storing up inside Don't you ever let no cloudy day Steal your smile Baby, you're a sunflower A sunflower Baby, you're a sunflower A sunflower Standing tall, it might get lonely, lonely Yeah, it's hard to always 
don't you worry, worry, no. Cause baby, you're a sunflower found by the light. Katie Dobbins live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk us through that song in more detail, if you would. I don't know. I just kind of wrote it as a fun song. I like hiking to be a reflective time. So I go out in the woods to not think. But sometimes I am supposed to be working on stuff and the creativity just isn't flowing wherever I am. And so I kind of have to get out of my space, get moving, get driving, get walking, get hiking or do something physical to have the creativity come. And so that's kind of what happened on this day. I went for a hike and was kind of just gelling on like sunflower, sunflower. What do, What is it about sunflowers that I love so much? Like what makes them so unique? And I love metaphors because I'm a songwriter and I also taught English for several years. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, they're happy and I want people to be happy. And sunflowers are strong and they stand tall all day in that hot sun and they stand strong together. And people are like that too. And I just kind of started riffing off of it. And then the hike ended and I came home and I got out my guitar and I just... Just poured out. I just poured out. I mean, I I, it, it. Was, it was a limited time because I, I think the first Sunflower show that I was doing was like a couple days later. So I was like, I have to finish this song. <laughs> and I wrote it just for fun, but I play it all the time because I feel like, I don't know, it's just fun and upbeat and hopefully encouraging a little bit. We are up against our first break of the Tiny Stage Hour. We have a lot more to get to, more songs to share with Katie Dobbins live on the Tiny Stage. 95.9 WATD brought to you, of course, by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. I'm being joined in studio tonight by singer-songwriter Katie Dobbins. How you doing? I'm doing great, John. How are you? I am fantastic. <laughs> it's good to actually see you in person again, because it's yeah. been years since you were here last. I know. It is good. It's good to be back. 
What do you miss most about the Boston and Massachusetts area? Just the people. There's a lot of good people in this area that I met during my time here out and about playing and recording and everything. So, um, yeah, definitely the people and sushi. Sushi. Yeah. I don't actually, so I don't actually like sushi in terms of raw fish. I can't do the raw fish thing, but I really like the sushi experience of the roll and you put a little of that green stuff on it. I'm, I'm blanking on what it's called, but, and you put the ginger on top and I don't know, it's just like a little party in your mouth and it's fun. The sushi options are limited in in New Hampshire. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I just haven't explored them that much. I don't know why. It's like, I trust Boston sushi. And for some weird reason, I like haven't trusted New Hampshire sushi, but it's probably delightful. Well, share with us your website, your socials. Where can you be found online? Sure. You can find me at katiedobbinsmusic.com and you can find me online on social media at katiedobbinsmusic. And since you were here last, pre-COVID, although the word we're not supposed to say, mm-hmm. you've been involved in a bunch of new projects, both self-produced and, and, uh, and done in the studio too. So talk about what's out there for music from you over the past couple of years. When I started my Patreon page in, I think, 2020 or 2021, I wrote a song for that. As you can see, sometimes I like to write songs for specific things or events. I call my Patreon page the Starlight Lounge. And so I wanted to write a song kind of explaining in song what that meant and the idea that it's really just a lot of stars in the sky make for a beautiful starry sky. And each star alone gives off a little light, but together we give off so much light. And people are like that, too. Um, And so I recorded that in my home studio and then I ended up putting that out on Spotify and everything. So you can find that. And then I put out another self-produced song in May, the one I played when seasons change. And I have two songs that I'm really proud of. One I co-wrote when I was living in Boston with Jordan Reynolds. It's a song called Just Cause I Can. And I recorded it with a full band at Rocking Horse Studio in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. That came out in July. And then my newest single, Wild, was an accidental recording. Not accidental, but it wasn't one that I was originally going to include in this project. And I kind of just brought it into the studio last minute and my producers loved it and kind of ran with it. And it has a really cool vibe, a little bit different from what I usually do. So definitely check that out. That just came out in September. Well, another new thing that you just touched upon that happened over COVID is the Starlight Lounge. If people want to contribute to the Patreon, can they still subscribe? Absolutely. I would love that. It's patreon.com slash Katie Dobbins music. And I share music on there. And I've been doing some writing lately and sharing some poetry and things like that. So yeah, please check it out. Fantastic. Speaking of sharing music, let's do more music from you. What are we listening to next? Well, let's do one of the singles that I produced at the professional recording studio. Not that my studio is not professional, but you know what I mean. Yes. Um, It still sounds great. (laughs) Thank you. This is a song called Just Cause I Can. And the lyrics are, just because I can doesn't mean I should. Just because it shines doesn't mean it's good. Let's hear it. Katie Dobbins switching over to the piano here on the tiny stage. 95.9 WHD. It's all yours whenever you're ready. Got a monthly plan 
my friends act so impressed Tell me I'm killing it But they know the truth And all I have to lose This is me at my worst Haunting me at my best But just cause I can Doesn't mean I should Just cause it shines Doesn't mean it's good I don't know why I do this every time Scenes I'm falling again just cause I can oh, 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 oh. I learned young not to play with fire Then I met you and you took me higher than a burden flight But something wasn't right No I never should have even let you start Always knew you'd break my heart like you break the rules Yeah, you're so cool Always me at my worst, haunting me at my best But just cause I can doesn't mean I should Just cause it shines doesn't mean it's good I don't know why I do this every time Always seems I'm falling again Just cause I can oh, 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 oh. Just cause I can oh, 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 oh. Just when I think I ended it through my door again with a tempting grin shivers through my skin I feel good when I'm with you hold me close and I start to lose myself in you I get so confused well maybe I'll finally Katie Dobbins live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Take us through that song, Katie. How did you compose that one? For that one, I had just gotten back from a trip to Nashville. And in Nashville, they do a lot of co-writing down there. Everybody co-writes. I mean, like all the time. They're just, I have friends down there that, you know, they'll have like four to 10 co-writes set up a week. And so... I was really inspired by that, and I hadn't really done any co-writing myself. And not long after I got back, I got a DM on Instagram from Jordan Reynolds, who has a lot of music out now under Jordan Pratt. He's very talented. And he DM'd me and he said, hey, I would like to do some co-writing, and I've been looking for artists around here that might 
be into it. And I checked you out. I love your music. Would you want to write sometime? So I did something very out of character. And I went to this man's apartment in the back bay. And even though I had never met him and I just hoped for the best and it was great. Uh, he, He had a wife and a really cute daughter. And nothing felt sketchy at all, but I was kind of counting my blessings, like, (laughs) glad that worked out. (laughs) Exactly. You never know. Yeah. So I had this hook, this riff in my mind that I had been kind of singing and wondering what to do with. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. Just because it shines doesn't mean it's good. So I had that and I brought that to him and I was like, what do you think about this? And yeah, we wrote the song that day, but we did revisit it a couple of times over the years via Zoom and such to kind of finesse some of the storytelling and the lyrics. And then even after I went into the studio, I still changed a couple of lyrics. Like it used to say that the Mercedes Benz was 50 grand. And I was like, you know, we've had a lot of inflation lately and I just don't feel like this is accurate. So now it's a hundred grand. <laughs> so you have two albums out. There is light. She is free. And I'm curious to know, how has your recording experience evolved from when you first went into the studio to record She Is Free to what you're doing today, even in your home studio? Well, when I went to record She Is Free, I really hadn't been honing a lot of skills. I was just kind of a hobbyist. I love music. I love writing. And I I sang to myself and my family. And that was kind of it at the time. And so when I went into the studio for that record, I really went in just being like, hey, I I worked at a studio in New Hampshire with Ryan Ordway, who's very talented. And I went in and I was like, hey, I just want these songs to be fun. I want to record them with a full band and I want to just hear them come to life. And I didn't really have much of a vision beyond that. And so we just ran with it. And we, I mean, we had so much fun in the studio making that album, just like riffing off of different ideas. And he had so many ideas and I was just kind of like, yeah, everything sounds, everything sounded great to me. Cause I was like, this is so fun. I can't believe I'm doing this, you know? And I learned so much from that, like just different ways you can sing in the studio and different ways you can work a mic to get different sounds and just different things about production that I just didn't know because I had never done it. But I do listen back and I feel like when I listen, I'm like, wow, I sound so much younger. I sound, you can kind of hear, like you can kind of tell that I was a little bit of a newbie at it. It's a really fun record though, but yeah, it's so fun to like hear the progress in the newer music that I'm putting out. Not, it's not even, it's not like one's better than the other, but it's just you evolve and you grow and I think your music grows with you. And then I recorded There Is Light in Massachusetts with Sean McLaughlin, who you know, John, and is very talented as well. So I feel fortunate to have worked with so many good people and talented people. That album, I had more of a vision of, you know, I went in and I played him the songs and I said, I want this record to fill out. I want the songs to have instrumentation on it and be recorded with a full band, but I want them to really still feel organic and earthy and kind of similar to what I would sound like live solo. And I feel like we kind of nailed that. So I'm really proud of that record. And, you know, Sean was great. He really allowed me to bring a lot of my ideas to the studio. And I would sit and I would listen to the drummer do something or the bassist do something or whoever it was. And I would say like, hey, I liked this and I want to try something different here. And everybody was really receptive to that. So that's when I kind of started learning my own ear and what I liked and then learning how to talk about that because studio speak is kind of its own language. (laughs) So learning how to articulate, you know, what I was looking for and really being more of an active part of that whole process. And so now when I record my own stuff, I really like it because I've learned so much from these other folks. And 
I feel like I'm able to take the song and, and think about different parts and how to keep a listener's attention and have different creative ideas. And I feel empowered because people have allowed me to be empowered in those settings. And, and even now when I go to Rocking Horse Studio, like after we released Just Cause I Can, Brian said, you know, you can list yourself as one of the producers if you want. You really put in the work and you were at every session and you voiced a lot of great ideas. So if you want to do that, you can. So I did. <laughs> That's great. Now talk about the self-discipline and the editing that you have to put in when you're producing yourself versus working with somebody who can kind of almost give you feedback in real time. Yeah, it's very different, like trying to be engaged in the creative process of even if I'm just recording vocals in my home studio, I'm singing the song and I have my computer next to me and I'm the one kind of pressing all the buttons and pressing start and stop. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't like that. I'm going to redo it. And you can get in your head a little bit more. And and it's harder to fully just like be in the feel of singing the song. Whereas in the studio, it is nice to hand that over to someone else and be like, hey, you're dealing with all that and I'm just going to sing and, you know, we'll hash it all out later. So that's definitely a benefit for sure. So you have She Is Free, you have There Is Light, your next album. Is it going to be three words with is in the middle? I hope so. I don't know. That's really funny, actually. (laughs) Yeah. What would it be? Grateful is I. No. (laughs) I I never really realized that. That's pretty funny. Um, Something to think about. That is something to think about. Hmm. Well, in the meantime, let's do more music from you. What are we listening to next? All right. Maybe we should go back to something from one of those uh, first couple albums that we were talking about. Maybe I will do a classic. Let's do... Well, a classic to me. <laughs> An oldie. An oldie. This, um, because I'm not sure what to pick, I'm going to pick one that's on both records. <laughs> there you go. This is a song called Bring on the Fire, and it's a song about taking risks. I do love this song. Let's oh, hear good. it. Katie Dobbins, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. They said, when will you... gonna get burnt but if you don't you may never feel the heat at all I'd rather burn alive than be too afraid to fall bring on the fire there was a rebel of a man down in Tennessee was told only whites drink this tap for free he sat down poured a glass Summer sun 
Very cool. Katie Dobbins live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Now, why did you choose to record that song twice? Great question. The first record is, I think the whole record is a little bit more poppy, a little bit. It's pretty upbeat. It's really fun. As I was recording that record and as I was playing out, I was also finding my voice and finding my style. And the more I played that song, I just, I kept changing it up and I kept, I kind of found a new groove with it. And so when I made the second album, I really wanted to record it a little bit slower, a little bit vibier and groovier. And so I told Sean that I wanted all the instruments to sound just a little bit drunk And so we called it Bring on the Fire, the speakeasy edition. Also that Bring on the Fire specifically, the re-recording came in part by being on this show because I am remembering that I was getting ready to come on your show one night and I was playing that song because I wanted to play it on the radio. And I was like, I want to do it a little bit different. Like I can't just keep doing the same things all the time. And so I sort of had switched up the way that I played it. And then when I did it, I like loved that version. Oh, wow. And I started playing it out that way. So I wanted to tell you that. I don't think I've ever told you that. Thank um, you. That's awesome. Love it. Version. <laughs> so along those same lines, as your music evolved, how did that influence the music that you were listening to from other people? Well, I was out playing a lot more and I was meeting all of these amazing artists at open mics and gigs and um, inviting people to play gigs with me and learning from them. And so I just I got really, really plugged into the indie music scene here around the Boston area. And that was pretty much like the majority of what I was consuming musically at the time. What's the song you (laughs) wish you had written? Strawberry Wine by Dina Carter. Good answer. Thank you. Love that song. It's a good song. Yes. I always play that song. I love it. Let's do more from you. What are we listening to next? I think we have two more songs left before we're done with the night. Two more songs. Okay. I'm going to play another newer one. And again, this is a song that I wrote specifically for an event. I guess that's my my thing lately is that I'm inspired by whatever I happen to be up to. (laughs) So this song, it's not recorded anywhere. It's a newer song. I'll try to keep things interesting to John. (laughs) Playing some stuff maybe that you haven't heard. Yes. Um, Love that. Yay. But so I've been... When I lived in Boston, I hosted a songwriter series at the Burren Backroom, which is a wonderful venue, called Songwriter Roundup. And once a month, I would play in the round with other local songwriters um, that switched up every month. And it was really fun. And of course... The um, world shutting down kind of put a put an end to that for a little bit. And then after moving to New Hampshire, I started the series back up at a beautiful listening room up in Meredith, New Hampshire called Hermit Woods uh, Winery. And it has been so much fun. We do it on the last Wednesday of every month. So if you're ever up in the Lakes region, please come say hi on a Wednesday. And I wrote this song kind of just about that experience and they make their wines out of fruit so the song is called red white and blueberry wine (laughs) i love it katie dobbins live on the tiny stage 95.9 w-a-t-d Spread your wings But flying 
found right where you are Bringing people together And sharing a little love And red white And blueberry wine Singing songs about Love and life Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> Nights sharing red, white, and blue. We're sharing red, white, and blue. We're sharing red, white, and blue. Blueberry that I followed our conversation about strawberry wine with this. <laughs> Blueberry wine.
I was going to say it's a perfect segue. I love that. I didn't do that intentionally, but like as I was singing it, I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> now, what's the plan for that song? Do you have uh, plans to go into the studio and lay that down? I think I would love to record that song because it's been a really fun song to play at that show. And it's a really fun sing-along song. And like, I don't know, it just feels magical. And I feel like it really speaks to the power of music and just playing and singing in unity with other people, I think is really fun and also really powerful. So I would love to do something with that song, but I haven't started it yet. But keep your ears peeled. And mm-hmm. to do that, what's the best place to go to stay up to date on the progress of everything you're doing? Another great segue, John. Thank you. You can find me on my website, katiedobbinsmusic.com, and that's K-A-T-I-E-D-O-B-B-I-N-S. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Dobbins Music, and I have a lot of music out on all of the places that you listen to music, so check it out. Fantastic. And we're going to hear the studio track of your latest single in just a matter of moments. Yay. Katie Dobbins on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WHD, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, back in just a few. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. I'm being joined on the Tiny Stage this evening by Katie Dobbins. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm having a last. It's physical like times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you do a great job, John. Oh, thank you. And you do too. You've been so supportive ever since I met you back in 2017, right? I think when it I was out, 2017. Yeah. I, or maybe even earlier because I did put out a thing. Anyway, since I started playing music professionally, you have been such a champion of my music, oh, which I really you. appreciate. And not just me, but like so many other people. I know that that's true. So thanks for all you do. My pleasure. Thank you for all you do too. Yeah. I've got to put you on the spot here, too, because I know pre-COVID, you actually had a podcast of your own. I did. I do love to talk, <laughs> as you might have picked up on in this interview. <laughs> Any chance of, of uh, bringing that back to life at some point? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, follow Katie Dobbins. Give us the details again on where you're available, all the stuff. Yes. You can find my website, katiedobbinsmusic.com, is the best place to find all the things, including upcoming shows, links to my music, and other fun stuff, videos, all of that. And you can find me on social media. I'm always posting and keeping folks up to date with everything at Katie Dobbins Music. And especially with the Patreon, give us the details on that again, if you would, too. Yes, please check it out. It's patreon.com slash Katie Dobbins Music. There's a theme here, Katie Dobbins yes, Music. Yes, I sense that. <laughs> we have time for one more song. We're actually going to do the studio version of your latest single. So before we hear it, talk us into it, if you would. I would love to. This is a song called Wild. And I wrote this on the shore of the main ocean. I was sitting on the marginal way in a gunkwit and I had taken a drive out there because I just needed an outdoor ocean fix, which seems to happen to me a lot. But (laughs) on this particular day, it resulted in a song. I was sitting there just looking over the ocean and just feeling completely in awe of how vast not just the sea, but also the universe is and how small I am, but also how important each of us are even though we feel small sometimes like it's just such a beautiful push and pull if you will of all of creation and I 
was just sitting there in awe of creation and of God who created it all. And I felt like he was really just like speaking to me that day and saying, you know, this is all for, for you, not like in a conceited way, not just me, but for all of us. <laughs> and um, really calling me to come out of my shell a little bit and out of my comfort zone where I had been in a season of really like a lot of isolation and a lot of not doing things. And I felt like he was calling me to take yet again some more steps forward. And so I wrote this song while I was sitting there and then I finished it on my drive home and then I brought it to my producers and they loved it. And so this is wild. Katie Dobbins, thank you again for making this work. Get home safely. Best of luck with everything. And we hope to uh, get you back here again in uh, less than like four or five years. Absolutely, John. I'll see you next week. No, Definitely. just kidding. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank Anytime. you, John. Thank you so much. 95.9 WATD. It's Katie Dobbins. Like a wave crashing on the shore. You're breaking walls down around my heart. Like a rushing wind, you're coming into my world. Painting it with colors I've never seen before. Whisper in.